Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin, and today it's just me from the Hoth Squadron, and we are going to be talking about the Phantom Apprentice, including facts about Rex, stuff that won't happen in the episode, what is in store for the future of the Clone Wars, even though there's two episodes left. So without further ado, let's dive right in. I'm excited about the next two episodes because it's falling um, very, very close into Order 66. And actually, most we all know this. Order 66 is going to happen during the next episodes. Um, If it doesn't happen in the third episode, it's going to happen by the very last one. Now, in the last episode, a lot went down. We know where it is happening in the timeline of episode three, which I'm going to talk about the timeline a tiny bit because there are some there might be some issues, but it might be solved by the end of the the series finale. Now, in this episode, we we find out that Anakin already killed Dooku and that happens in the beginning of episode three. That is a time gap from where we ended in the first episode of this arc because because of that episode happened one hour before the events of the Battle of Coruscant and the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. I love this episode because it has the most realistic, I mean it's kind of weird to say, but the most realistic animated lightsaber fight that we've seen in any Star Wars project that's not a movie because it's Ray Park as Darth Maul because he was wearing a motion capture suit. It was awesome because it looked so fluent. It was amazing. And there was also a stunt performer named Lauren Mary Kim. She has done films with Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg. And she did Ahsoka and it looked amazing. It looked brilliant. And I loved it so much. There was also a kind of a rhyming theme to it because you also heard a choir that sounded very close to the Duel of Fates. And and in the episode, there was an elevator scene where Bo-Katan and Gar Saxon fight. And it reminds you of that scene in Revenge of the Sith where they're having elevator issues and the invisible hand where Anakin and and Obi-Wan are to go save the Chancellor. It kind of reminds me of that scene. And then something cool is that Obi-Wan talks to Ahsoka about what's happening. And when when we know in the episode that he's on his Udapa and that Anakin is on that special assignment to kind of spy on the Chancellor. So probably around that time, Anakin is getting ready to hear the greatest story of all time. The, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. I mean, that has to be 
one of the greatest tales. I can't say that was straight face, but it's awesome that it's tying in directly into the film. And that's something that most of us who are diehard Clone Wars fans have been waiting to see. And now that it's happening, it's also starting to get more sad because Order 66 is going to happen. And we don't know in what capacity are we going to see clones that we love kick the bucket like Jesse. I, I, I really hope we don't see Jesse die. Because he is a great character. We've lost so many great clones. We've lost Echo, Heavy. Well, technically not Echo anymore because of the 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 Bad Batch. But And then there was Fives. If you guys haven't seen that arc yet, there's a four-episode arc in Season 6 of The Clone Wars Lost Missions. It's the first four episodes. I highly recommend it because it really foreshadows Order 66. Please go check it out. It is amazing. And for some reason, if you haven't seen The Clone Wars yet, go watch it from the very beginning in chronological order. We are actually doing commentary in chronological order on our Patreon. So if you haven't yet, go check that out. We do commentary on every episode. Um, some fun facts you probably didn't know about the episode and more. There's so much going on in The Phantom Apprentice, and it's so detailed, and you start to feel that connection between the show The Mandalorian and The Clone Wars because um, the Siege of Mandalore plays a big part in Star Wars, and then there's also The Purge of Mandalore, which happens during the Galactic Civil War, and that's where we see Moff Gideon get the black, not the black, the dark saber. Now, that's a very interesting story because we don't know how uh, um, to catch people up. If you don't know, in Star Wars Rebels, the last time we see the dark saber, it's in the hands of a Bo-Katan, and then we go to the Mandalorian, and Moff Gideon has it. So the question is, how did he get his hands on it? Is she? Um, was she defeated? Is she gone like her sister Satine? We don't know, but we may find out in the second season. Now, something else about the Mandalorian, and and I'm actually going to talk about Captain Rex here in a bit, but there's a possibility, uh, a very big possibility, and I'm just saying if, because we don't know, but Captain Rex may surprise, uh, may come into the Mandalorian live action with Ahsoka, it could work. It fits in the timeline. And the actor who has played the clones in live action, you know, like Jango Fett, has come out and said that he wanted to play more clones in live action projects. And this would be the perfect opportunity, including there is that new Ahsoka series that might be made be- if Ahsoka does well in The Mandalorian, which I, which we all know it is. And I think that's a very high possibility. I think it would be really cool to see Captain Rex in live action. It will probably be a lot different from the Clone Wars because it's because of the voice actors who play these characters aren't the you know the same that did stuff in live action. So I'm super excited to see where that takes us. Now diving into Rex, I've got some fun facts. The first one, which is I'm I'm also going to kind of tie in the timeline issue, is that he um, Captain Rex gets officially ranked commander during the Galactic Civil War, as we know in Rebels. But then we find out that he gets ranked commander in the beginning of the final four episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars. So there's kind of a timeline issue here. And I 
and I've talked with James about this and he brought it up to me and I thought this was interesting and I didn't really think about it because it's it's something that kind of flew over my head and it's the timeline of episode three is nine months. Padme is pregnant um, in the beginning and then by the end, you know, she has the kids. It's very interesting because of that timeline in my head when I was a kid, it happened within a couple of days and now I realize that that's not true because how can Padme be the way that she is in the beginning of the film and then, boom, she has kids at the end and she transforms a lot in the film. So it's very interesting to see how they're doing it in the Clone Wars because, again, in the Clone Wars, it feels like it's a couple of days too because because if you go to the first episode in that arc, it shows Obi-Wan and Anakin going to Coruscant. It happens one hour before and then, and then you go to the next one, The Phantom Apprentice, and by that time... Obi-Wan is on his way to hunt down Grievous and Dooku is is perished already and Anakin on, is on his assignment spying on the Chancellor. So the timeline is going to is very interesting right now and something else I'm kind of st- staring away from Rex at the moment but in the Ahsoka novel before she, you know, goes in hiding and fakes her own death and everything, she and, and the book says this, it says that she takes a look at her green lightsabers for the last time, and then she throws them away. But she has blue lightsabers in these last four episodes. So how are they going to fix that? Because the book is canon, and this is canon. And they and I'm just kind of interested in how they're going to fix that issue, because it just doesn't make sense because if the book's saying one thing and then the TV show's saying one thing, what's the real thing to go off? I, I'm intrigued. Going back to Rex, he ends up getting ranked commander. And then something pretty cool is that uh, he serves in the Battle of Endor. Now, if you watch Return of the Jedi, there's a scene where they are about to storm the bunker. Uh, Han Solo taps a scout trooper on his shoulder and he kind of tricks him. He... He runs behind the bunker doors, and the scout trooper chases after him, and then he goes around the corner, and then Han Solo is standing in front of a a battalion of rebels, and one of those rebels is Rex. It's Commander Rex. And that's canon that Rex is in Return of the Jedi because one of the main reasons why that Dave Filoni wanted to add Rex to Star Wars Rebels was that they could add... You know, I mean, not add, but so they could say that Captain Rex is in Return of the Jedi. That that was one of the main reasons why they wanted to add to it, because they wanted to add to what Disney has done and what they have done in the past. And something else, which is pretty cool, um, that Ahsoka, they wanted to have Ahsoka in the movies in some way. So if you go back to Attack of the Clones and Obi-Wan goes to Yoda during... Um, a class that he's teaching, there's a bunch of younglings, and there is one of the same species as Ahsoka. They were going to have that be Ahsoka, but the ages didn't match up, because then if you go to the Clone Wars, like the movie, it happens just a couple of months after the Attack of the Clones. So it really wouldn't have made sense if they had Ahsoka in that scene, but they tried their best, because it's just like what they did with Marvel. In Iron Man 2, there's that kid that is wearing the Iron Man helmet. He's about to be attacked by these by these robots, and then and then Iron Man comes in and he saves the day. And that kid 
it's canon in the MCU that that's Peter Parker, that's Spider-Man. So it was pretty cool to see that that they were trying to do that with Ahsoka, but they did that with Rex, which is awesome. And now that we might get the chance to see him in The Mandalorian, I'm pretty blown away by that because I never thought that that we would ever get to see these Clone Wars characters come to live action. And now that we're going to be seeing Ahsoka, there's the possibility of seeing characters from Rebels and, you know, maybe more characters from Clone Wars. We don't know. We have no idea. And that's the beauty of Star Wars is that there's always stuff on the horizon and there's always stuff to look forward to. And then my next fact is that Rex doesn't turn during Order 66 like the other clones. He... In in honor of the clone trooper fives, he takes out his in, inhibitor chip that that ignites the clones to follow the order of sixty six, and they haven't done it yet. He still hasn't done it yet, but he's going to do it by the end of the season. And if they don't, that that's going to be another plot hole because he in Star Wars Rebels he talks to Ezra and says that he has not taken um that he did not betray his jedi and that he didn't that he took out his chip before he could including gregor and wolf so by the end of the season the he will have taken his chip out and i'm really interested on how they're going to play that because there's only two episodes left and i'm hoping that the final episode is going to be around you know more than 30 minutes it's the final episode so why not it would make sense just like I was hoping how The Rise of Skywalker was going to be three hours. I know that was kind of unrealistic, but if you go to The Last Jedi, that's the longest Star Wars film ever made. So why not have The Rise of Skywalker beat that? Because it's the final one, but they didn't, and that's fine. I still loved it. But there's so much to get through before the final episode is done because there's so many stories to close, even though there's a possibility that that may not be true because they might do kind of a Lost Missions thing, like there was season six. There's a bunch of episodes and a bunch of story arcs that they have that some of them you can find them online. They're not fully animated, but they got the sound, they've got the music, and and they do have a code of animation. And the the episodes are amazing, but all all they got to do is add a full code of animation, and it would be perfect. The main arc on there is... Is on Utapot, Obi-Wan and Anakin investigate a murder that happened there. And it kind of ties in into the films as well. I, I don't want to spoil it because it's a really good arc. But I, I would go on YouTube and check it out. The And there's so many other arcs as well. There's the arc, well, I'm not sure if it was an arc, but it was a couple episodes where it shows how Boba Fett got the dent in his helmet and it's because of he fought Cad Bane. There was also where the Bad Batch goes to Kashyyyk. And there was going to be a big storyline, eight episodes, but they turned it into a book. Um, it's um, it's called The Dark Disciple. It's got Asajj Ventress and Quillen Voss. And she's hired to assassinate Count Dooku by the council. And Quillen Voss is undercover and everything. If we jump and then my personal favorite, which I think should have made it, was the son of Dathomir. Now, this is the story of what happened from season five to where we see Darth Maul now in season seven. Last time we saw him, he was captured by the Emperor because he just killed Savage Opress, and then he's, like, chained up and everything. And in the arc, it's so cool. 
um, because it really follows the story, and that also it really builds Darth Maul's character more than what we what we see in Rebels and what we see in this final season of the Clone Wars, and that's called the Son of Dathomir. It's 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 a couple of comic books. I would check it out. The Dark Disciple is a book. I would check it out. But the point is, is that there's so much that they can do with with the Clone Wars still, and I. I'm excited and because there's a big possibility that's going to happen because this season is a, is a success. It really is. And I th- and the main reason why they didn't add these episodes that I'm talking about into this season was because if this was the last season, they wanted to be mainly focused on the main characters of the Clone Wars. And in Dave Filoni's eyes, it's Ahsoka and Rex. They wanted to close that story out, and I think that they did with Rex and Ahsoka's episodes. I think that by the end of it, we are going to have more of an understanding of of where the characters are in Rebels because of this, because of these final four episodes. I highly recommend watching Star Wars Rebels after you watch the Clone Wars because these TV shows. And books and everything tie in so well with the movies. If you want more of the movies, check out the TV shows. I recommend it because it will just build up your Star Wars fandom even more and more. And it dives deeper into the Star Wars universe. It's amazing how many stories and everything are in Star Wars. And it will never end. It, it, it really never it, it really will never end. Because there's so many people that want the different stuff. You know, after the Clone Wars is done, they're like, okay, we've had enough of the Skywalker saga. Let's get something new. That's why they did the High Republic. But the Mandalorian is still part of the Skywalker saga in some way because it's during that timeline. And I don't think it's going to end because there's so much still to cover. There is that 30-year gap from Episode 6 to Episode 7. There, The the possibilities are endless. So I, I highly recommend checking all that stuff out. And then a final fun fact about Rex is that... In the Age of the Republic comic books, there's a scene where Captain Rex is, he is in battle. He gets overrun. He's about to get um, killed by some droids. And then out of nowhere, this blue lightsaber comes in, swinging around. It must be a master um, of, of the Force. And it turns out to be Jar Jar Binks. He was on the battle with Rex and the Jedi that was that was wielding the blade. Uh, he ended up getting shot down, and he and Captain Rex got separated from that Jedi Master. And then Captain Rex thinks it's the a Jedi Master that shot down, but you know he's he's got so much going on, so he forgot that he passed away. But it ends up being Jar Jar Binks, and he is wielding the lightsaber pretty well from what we see in the comic and then you know he's like being in a cool pose and then he you know be he becomes clumsy and he almost you know cuts off a limb or something and then captain rex takes the lightsaber from him and then captain rex gives him a gun and then they're going into battle but the point is is that darth jar jar is a thing no i'm just kidding but i think that was a really funny thing to add in there which i kind of i mean there's so much stuff that they can do with Jar Jar, and there's a possibility that he might... Um, there's an old rumor that he might come in Kenobi, I think, and that he was going to have a beard. Or maybe that was the Mandalorian, but I know that that that, that used to be a rumor. It still might be true, because, you know, the Mandalorian's coming up, 
It'd be very interesting to see. Um, because this is the last time we know, um, he was a street clown on the boo during the um, during after the events of Revenge of the Sith. Because the whole reason why that he's in the the Emperor is where he is is because of he tricked Jar Jar Binks into giving him the emergency powers. But I think that wraps up everything. Um, we just reached a thousand followers on Instagram. I want to thank everyone for that. We are doing a, a giveaway right now for. The Empire Strikes Back, it's the 40th anniversary. They have a Black Series Bubble Fett helmet. We are doing a, a giveaway to learn more about it and to, um, to participate. Go on our Instagram and check that out. We are also doing more stuff for our Patreon. We are doing more stuff for our our TikTok. There are, there's so much stuff on the horizon. I'm so excited for it. Uh, and on top of that, Star Wars Day is approaching. Star Wars Day, May 4th. is going to be a Monday. Ho- I hope you guys ask for the day off because it's the final episode of The Clone Wars. It is also the first episode of the commentary series called The Gallery for The Mandalorian. And there's a possibility that The Rise of Skywalker is going to be coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, again, that's a big if. We don't know yet, but there's rumors. And sometimes rumors become reality. So you'll just have to sit tight and hope for the best. And then for Battlefront 2, there's going to be that big update where we are getting Scarif, we are getting stuff for the offline mode, and we're also going to be getting a new skin for Darth Maul. For all you Darth Maul fans right now, if Clone Wars isn't enough for you, go to Battlefront 2 and play him. He's a great character to play. They are going to be adding his skin from Star Wars Rebels, possibly his Clone Wars. Again, we don't know yet. Uh, And then they're going to be adding the Rise of Skywalker skin for... For Emperor Palpatine, was going to say Chancellor, but you know he's the Emperor by the Rise of Skywalker, and and for our Twitch account, we are we are we are going to be doing more stuff with that. So just check out our social media pages for future events and live streams. Speaking of live streams, um, this this Thursday we are going to be doing a live stream with um, with Darth Deacon. He is he is a bunch of fun. Um, a, a bunch of facts and he's a really good source of news for Star Wars so I would go check him out he's on Instagram Darth Deacon I'm so excited to see what's going to happen in these final episodes message us and give us your opinion what you think is going to happen in the final episode I, I, I know that we all would love to hear you guys' opinions and we may talk about it in our next in our next episode that we do but until then that's all we have for today. My name's Colin. May the force be with you guys always.